Um, all right, every welcome everybody to week seven of the Duke podcast. Uh, we're here with in the Duke basement with Scott Anderson, and Justin is calling in from Omaha. Say hi, Justin. Howdy. Uh, uh, I, I got a, I got a little bit of a cold tonight, so that's might sound a little different to all our listeners. <laughs> all our mean all our listener of singular. <laughs> To our one fan out there. Speaking of, I'd like to say thank you to everyone that uh, listens every week. I really appreciate it. Yeah, all you regulars. All you regular one. (laughs) All the regular people. That's you, Claire and Taylor and all your friends. (laughs) Anybody else who listens every week and (laughs) we're not giving you a shout out, I'm sorry. Uh, Email us on our website or something. Um. But all right, we'll get into standings here after week six. Um, who had the uh, good week? Dash? Dash had a really good Dash week. Dash had a good week. He had a 10 and 4 week, jumped last place, putting Justin P back in last place. Sorry, Justin P. Um, and then tied for third still is Scott and Bryce. They're three games back from first place. Justin had one. Worst game than I did. He's a game back, and I am in first place. So, uh, Dash was the only person last week that had over a 500 record on picks. The rest of us were seven and seven or, or worse. Uh, so I don't know if you guys caught it last week, but I was picking with the FPI. <laughs> and the after, after like 10 and three two weeks ago, they the FPI went six and seven this last week. So that's they backfired. <laughs> Um, I was going to look at if like the season ended today, what, who would win. So I need a little poll from you guys on each conference. Who do you think is going to win the, we'll start with the Pac-12 right now. If the season ended today? Yeah. Uh, season ended today, it'd be in the championship game, it'd be Arizona against Ooh, who's Oregon? I think it is Oregon, yeah. So I guess I'd take Oregon. It's okay. That would be 10 points for me if we're doing that. And then who would be your ACC? Are you going Clemson? Yeah, Clemson. Clemson is Bryce's, so that's 10 points for Bryce. And then Big 12, we're going Oklahoma. Oklahoma right now. Yeah. Justin H. had Oklahoma. Uh, Big 10. Ohio State. Ohio State. That's Bryce's. And SEC would be. Oh. You want to go Alabama? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Alabama. And that is. You, Scott? No. No. That's Justin P. Yeah. And then group of five. Boise State right now. Okay. So, Scott, you wouldn't have any no, yet. No. I think that's how I had it. Um. Maybe so that's, yeah, I didn't have anything for you, Scott, or Dash. So if that that was one for everybody else, that means you would win. Well, then I was gonna do the college football one. Oh. And that would be either Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State would make it if they're winning the Big Ten. Yeah. And who else? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So it'd be one of those 
And then the four Heisman, I think you have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I have Jalen Hurts. Sorry, Justin Trevor Lawrence is not in the top five. No, that's fine. I believe it. You have Jalen Hurts? No. Yeah. Dash has Tua. And who's does anybody have Joe Burrow? I nope. probably not. Yeah. Nope. So he's the dark horse right now. Yeah. But yeah, if it he's ended like much. that, I think I would be in first, and Bryce might be in second, looking by what he had because his point. But then I guess he doesn't have Jake Fromm. Speaking of uh, uh, Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts, I think this week would be a big measuring week for the two of them. For one to maybe gain the di- gain distance in front of the other because they're both playing good competition, yeah, for the first time. So games to watch this week. Um, so yeah, that's how the standings are looking right now. Get into games that surprised them from last week. You guys got any? Justin, you can go ahead first. A lot of upsets this last week. Um, uh, I got first. I was going to start by saying Colorado is not doing us any favors. They keep losing after they beat us. Yeah, but if we keep winning, I don't. I don't need Colorado to do me favors. Yeah, I guess. Um, let's see. UCF lost to Cincinnati. I guess that wasn't really surprise. I guess surprised me because they're my pick. But I think some other people pick Cincinnati. The Iowa Michigan game was close. I thought that I was going to be able to pull it out there. They did not. Um, and I'd like. And then I also had Florida marked down just so I could rub it in Scott's face. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the Iowa Mission game. Talk about a boring football game to that watch. Was, that was very boring. Yeah, they didn't, no points were scored after like the 12 minute mark in the second quarter. So it's just unbelievably boring. Uh, a lot of missed field goals. Yeah. Michigan had two, and I got, Iowa might have a couple. I got stuff marked down later. What did I have? 15 combined punts between the two teams. That's a lot of punts. Um, anyways, games that surprised me. The UCF game didn't really surprise. I mean, I picked UCF, but game on the road against a good Cincinnati team. Um, the Auburn game really surprised me. Um, I don't think Florida was – their defense was going to be that good. I guess we'll see this week if they're able to stand up against a better passing attack. Um, the one that really surprised me was the Miami-Virginia Tech game. Mm-hmm. Virginia Tech had not shown any signs of life at all, and then they come out and, and just go go up big on Miami. So. Almost, almost blew it. Yeah, yeah. At the end there, uh, Miami's going to be starting a new quarterback next week or this coming week, so something to watch. But other than that, I mean, I said that I picked with the FBI and it let me down. But a lot of these games were very close. Like you could you could have gone either sixty forty. Yeah, you could have gone either way with them. So not a whole lot of surprise. Um, picked up Tulane game right. I mean, Tulane's a good team, but. Other- no really surprises. Dartmouth win one. Yeah, I had that Miami game. I also had the Auburn game. Uh, Bo Nix let me down. He was uh, one of my dupes dudes of the week. Um, I'll, I'll talk about that more later. Uh, then uh, the other one is I'm done picking Kansas State. Yeah. Had a good first three games, and the last two I've picked them. I got kind of embarrassed by Oklahoma State and then embarrassed by Baylor, so – I'm kind of off the wild catch. Shit, speaking of Oklahoma State, the other than Oklahoma and maybe Texas, the Big 12 shaping up to be like the Pac-12. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma State went out and lost to Texas Tech this last week. Uh, a week before that they did. Yeah, so. Um, or no, it was, yeah, this, yeah. It was this past week. So it seems like in the bottom half of that 
conference. Everyone can beat everybody. So. Which I, I think we kind of said that. Uh, yeah. Um, you anything else, you guys, on that segment? I don't have anything. Um, all right. Do we want to get into our a fun little map segment here? Yes, I do have a theme this week. I hope you guys are ready. All right. You can start you us can off go. then. All right, I'll, I'll go ahead. Uh, uh, I, I was thinking about a good theme since I missed it last week, and we played Northwestern this last um, week here in Lincoln, and they're the Wildcats. So I looked up schools with the Wildcat mascot. It's pretty popular, pretty popular mascot. So my first one is Johnson and Wales University. Johnson and Wales University. That Just sounds me. like a Virginia school. I'm going Virginia. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going Maryland. Both pretty close. Providence, Rhode Island mm. is Johnson and Wales is from. It sounds pretty intellectual, so I like your your back east thoughts there. But go Wildcats. Yeah, Wildcats. All right, Justin, you got a theme? Yep, I got a theme. I'm going off. Uh, this is where bowl games are played. I picked a few bowl games. You got to try and figure out where they're played at. All right. All right. This first one, the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Gasparilla. Sounds sounds Texas to me. Texas. I'll go Texas also. It's St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, shit. Um, My theme was a good D2 football program rated in the top 25. All right. My first one is the Ferris State Bulldogs. They're number two, I think, or something like that. Fair state. Uh, I'm going to go. Give me Ohio. I'm going to go Texas on this one. Uh, Scott was close. It's Michigan. You're in the right region, Scott. Big Rapids, Michigan is the home of the Fair State Bulldogs. Huh. Justin, I don't think there's a whole lot of D2 football programs in Texas. Don't quote me on that, but just for your for your next guess. Okay. Right. Is, that, is there a reason? Do you have a reason behind that? I don't. Um, same thing with NAIA. There's just like certain divisions aren't in certain regions for whatever reason. So they just go big or go home or they're D1 or nothing at all? Pretty much, yeah. Because I know of a bunch of like FCS schools down there. But I, I do not know a single D2 school in Texas. Okay. You up for your next one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so my next one, again, the Wildcats. St. Catherine University. It started as an all-girls liberal, liberal arts school. It is no longer all-girls. But the St. Catherine Cats, where are they from? Go ahead, Jason. Um, all right. I'm going St. Catherine. I'm going to go, oh, Illinois. I was thinking Ohio. Both decently close. They call St. Paul, Minnesota home. But you're up there in the northern part of the the, the country. So that's where the St. Catherine University Wildcats are. All right. Next up, I got the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Where is that played at? Obviously, Liberty, Texas. Uh. Go Virginia. It is played in Memphis, Tennessee. Damn it. <laughs> Weren't we in that one a while back? I, I, I don't think so. Oh, Where did we play 
played oh. a Gator Bowl a lot. What was the one we were in Nashville? We were in Nashville, yeah. Maybe we were in the Lafayette. That was at the Music City Bowl. I know that's played in Nashville. Okay. All right. My next one is Tarleton State. Tarleton? Tarleton. Tarleton. Tar Heels are in North Carolina. Go North Carolina. <laughs> I was going to guess South Carolina, Justin, so I guess we're going to be really close. So South Carolina. <laughs> You shouldn't have listened to Scott, Justin. It is in Texas. <laughs> the whole time, I'm like, stop talking. Stop. He's like, nope, nothing in Texas. No chance. <laughs> All right. Stephenville, Texas. They nope. are previously known as the Plowboys, and now they're the Texan Riders. They're huh. like, they're like ten, ten or eleven or something. Yeah, I looked it up. There's like at least twelve <laughs> D two schools in Texas. <laughs> so, I was completely. There, there were zero right answers on this game of maps. That's a bummer. Yeah. My bonus, my other one was uh, Fort Valley State, which is in Georgia, also the Wildcats. <laughs> Darn. All right. Um, I know Scott, you didn't have a lot for news in college football but what, what did you have anything yeah uh did you guys see that the penn state the letter written to jonathan jonathan sutherland the penn state quarter cornerback uh yeah about his dreads yeah about his hair justin did you see that i heard about it i don't i guess i didn't read too much about it but i did hear about it yeah i mean i i figured you guys think the same i do but um anyways this this penn state alum probably an older couple wrote to this player telling him his hair looked bad and he didn't look professional enough or whatever and how they wished he would be clean cut like the old Penn State players. And I don't know, it just looked bad. Looked That comes off as pretty racist, so. Yeah, I that's what I, that's what I was thinking too when I read about it. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, it's all, all of our grandparents would say something like that, but you just can't right to the players and say that it's just a different generation i guess but you can't do that how did they get that to the football player yeah i'm not i don't know about that either but um i mean penn state's coaches and the university and the football program all stood behind the jonathan sutherland so that's good yeah um but yeah i I agree with you justin the older generation they'd all say that um, but I just, I mean, I don't like that because they, they just assume this kid's like not a kid just because of the hair he has. Yeah. So, but, and the other thing I had was, did you see what Jalen Hurts said about the Red River, Red River rivalry? No, I did not. What do you say? He was just asked by a reporter if he was ready for the pressure of it. And he said, I played in the Iron Bowl. <laughs> worried about it. And big, big 12 fans are, are freaking out about it because I mean, the Red River rivalry is older than the Iron Bowl, but it hasn't as much as the Iron Bowl since Jalen Hurts has been there. So, I mean, I don't have a problem with these comments, and but I know a lot of people didn't like it. So, uh, that being said, I don't think Texas has a shot in this game. But Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm hoping for a big Oklahoma day, surprisingly. You got anything, Justin? I have no news. Okay, I got a like a little history thing about the Red River rivalry. 
Uh, we're a big pro Mike Leach podcast here. I got a little story about that. Yeah, I saw that on the ESPN. Um, in 1999, um, Mike Leach was the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma. Uh, during the pregame, he left a fake play sheet, like uh, what they were going to run in their first, I don't know, few or couple drives. Just left on the ground <laughs> during the pregame. Uh, one of the Texas is like, I don't know, student managers or something like that, went out there and grabbed it and brought it back to Carl, Carl Reese, Texas's uh, defensive coordinator, um, who thought it – well, and the story, it said he didn't know if it was real or not, but he went off of it, and Oklahoma quickly jumped out to a 17 to nothing lead because <laughs> it was fake. Uh, I thought that was a pretty cool Mike Leach thing to do. Yeah, very Mike Leach thing to do. I mean, Oklahoma ended up losing that game. Yeah. So it would have been cooler if they, they ended up winning. <laughs> but very, you can tell Mike Leach is a student of history. That's a very tactical thing to do. Uh, the I don't know if you guys know, the United States Army dropped fake invasion plans during World War II off the coast of Spain, and Germany fell for it. So Mike Leach falling in after – all on for military minds there. Uh, another news I have is there's a couple of trophy games this week, one of them being uh, Nebraska-Minnesota. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to the preview of that game. But some other ones, uh, Notre Dame and USC, they played for the Jewel Chilic- Chililic? Chililac? <laughs> it's a club. Chilele? Maybe it's Chilele, it yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they play, they, it's all like bedazzled, all blinged up. It's a foot long Irish club. And when Notre Dame wins, they put shamrock stickers on it. And when USC wins, they put uh, Trojan stickers on it. Yeah, Shillelagh. Okay. <laughs> um, another one Toledo and Bowling Green, the Battle of I 75 trophy. Uh, those schools are separated by only 25 miles in northwest Ohio. That's a trophy they're playing for this week. And then Texas-Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry, they play for a big golden hat uh, that the Dallas State Fair donated a while back. It was bronze, and then they changed it to gold. I don't know about you guys, but I think these trophy games where it's some obscure thing are the best in college football. <laughs> Uh, I got a little backstory for the Nebraska Minnesota one later that I think is pretty cool too. But yeah, the only thing that sucks about the um, the Nebraska Minnesota one is it's not accepted by the two universities. Yeah. So it's literally just like goes between two bars, one in Minneapolis and one in Lincoln. I'm pretty sure. But it's a pretty funny story. All right, that's all I had. Um, now. Uh, Justin's favorite part of the week. We're going to go to you out in Omaha for the joke of the week, Justin. What do you got? Yep. Uh, I'm going to Taylor for the joke of the week. She, she's been, she's been really planning for this all week. So, so go for it, Taylor. Okay. You have to imagine dogs telling this joke. Wait, wait, Taylor, you got to introduce yourself for our listener. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm Taylor. So who's Taylor? I'm Justin's fiance. Okay, you're good now. Okay, what do you call a zoo with no dogs? What do you call a zoo with no dogs, Taylor? A normal zoo? A shit zoo. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, guys. Good one. (laughs) That was better than last week. (laughs) And that was Justin's joke of the week. (laughs) 
Hey, fake applause noises. <laughs> Can we edit in cricket? I'm not sure. <laughs> I really don't want to do that. There's, there's literally no joke that I could tell that would give <laughs> you guys an actual laugh. Dude, we give you like 10 minutes for the segment, so you could make it a long, elaborate joke. <laughs> uh, all right. After that, um, kind of, I don't know. It could have been better. Sorry, Taylor. But we're going to the return of, oh, no, baby, what is you doing? Uh, Scott's second favorite segment. Yeah. Uh, I cut it out last week. I was trying out a new one. Um, but, oh, no, baby, what is you doing is making a return. And an old friend starts it off at UCLA. <clears throat> UCLA lost the perennial bottom dweller of the Pac-12 Oregon State last week. Um, they gave up like 45 points, pretty sure. Um, Chip Kelly is now one and five. And I think he's going to need a very large handle of vodka to get through this week. Um, who they got? They got uh, they got somebody good this week. Um, I have them going one and six. Just a sec. We are looking that up. UCLA plays. Oh, they got Stanford, and then they go. Then they play Arizona State. So they might get a win this week. They might. Um, <clears throat> um, but my second. Oh no, baby, what is he doing? Is SMU's kick return team? I don't know if you guys saw this play, um, but it was the first onside touchdown I've ever seen. Uh, um, the, Toledo kicked it off. Not Toledo. Chilean, uh Tulsa. Yeah. Tulsa kicked it off, and no one fielded it. And then it went into the end zone. It was covered by a Tulsa return or a kick kick off man um, for a touchdown. Um, it's not a punt. You have to field the kick. They thought about picking up two or three times. Yeah. And then they got up and looked at each other, and it was like. Yeah. Uh, it was it was ugly, but SMU came back to win that game. Um, so that was a pretty exciting game on on Saturday night. And my last one, the, I have the Michigan versus Iowa Rock Fest, which we kind of talked about earlier. Um, no point or no points after the 12-18 mark in the second quarter. Five combined turnovers, 15 combined punts. Um, how many missed field goals did he have? It had to be. I know it was at least three. Might have been four. Um, and then to ten final of ten to three. So not a super exciting game. And um, Iowa lost though, so that's a that's a bright spot. Um, but Nebraska had their own version of a rock fest this week, so hopefully we don't end up on this list. Um, but that's what I got for Oh No Baby. What is he doing? Um, I saved mine. I didn't want to put anybody on here except for the worst team in college football, the Akron Zips. This is from <laughs> two weeks ago. They last to the, lost to the UMass Minutemen. Minutemen. Um, for sole possession of the bottom of the cellar. Um uh, Oh, and five or six now. Hopefully, not winning a game this year, so they can just continue to be on this list. But Akron Zips not not looking good for them. Do you guys remember when uh, um, the butt fumble was number the worst play in, on ESPN for like ever? Yeah, and they had to finally retire it. Yeah, that's what's going to happen to Akron. They're going to be the worst team until they're retired as the worst team. Hopefully, their reign is long and. Uh, Good, but uh, Justin, you got any but thing? Nope. But Taylor found a new joke that you would like me to read. Um, are we gonna allow it? Yeah, it goes perfect with this segment because it's probably not gonna be very good. All right, I'll I'll deliver this one. Maybe see if that the delivery was was wrong. All right, how do you get an Iowa cheerleader into your dorm room? Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this could go wrong real quick. Yeah. I'm not going to guess. <laughs> yeah, you just tell us, Justin. You got to grease her hips and push. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was much better. That was good. Yeah, those are the kind of jokes we enjoy. Anti-Iowa jokes. Yay. the applause now. Yeah. All right, after that, we'll move on to uh, a segment we introduced last week, uh, Scott's Overreaction. Yeah, I don't have as many this week. Um, just let me know if I'm overreacting or if you think it might be true. Uh, if Texas wins the uh, this game, the Big 12 will be out of the playoffs already. Not an overreaction. No, that's not an overreaction. So, he, one loss, Oklahoma doesn't make it. No, nope. not yeah. a chance. All right, I agree. Uh, Appalachian State got the big win uh, last night against the Raging Cajuns. That was their biggest challenge in that conference. The only challenge or tough game I see left is they got to go to South Carolina, who's not good. Uh, they will run the table, beat South Carolina, and go undefeated. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up their schedule real quick, fast. I, I'm not saying that's an overreaction, really. They are. They already beat North Carolina, who's probably better than South Carolina. I'm leaning towards not an overreaction. It's possible. I'll hop they... on board with that. I don't think it's overreaction. I have no idea, but <laughs> um, I still think that an undefeated Boise State will get in. So do I. If they're both undefeated, Boise State's going to get in. But um, that adds add, would add some some end of the year stuff to to go through. Yeah, we'll go not an overreaction. All right. Well, my next one, um, UCF lost this last week to uh, Cincinnati, and that for my next one is we will have a new American champion this year. It won't be UCF. It'll be somebody else. Not an overreaction. I think that's come true. Unfortunately, I had UCF picked for a group of five, and I, I think that's, that's going to not go so well for me, and I do not think they're going to win. Nice. All right. Not no reaction. Clay Helton will be, is fired before the year is over at USC. Uh, overreaction. All right. Yeah, I'll go with overreaction there too. All right. And then Miami lost last week. Miami doesn't doesn't make a bowl game. They're two and three right now. Who they got uh, left? He's not great. I bet they squeak out enough to make it. Overreaction. You know how? Who do they have left? You know. ACC teams. Let me look. Okay. Pulling up right now. They got they go to Virginia this week, then Georgia Tech, Pitt, Florida State, Louisville, FIU, Duke. So they beat Georgia Tech, beat Louisville, beat FIU. And they find a way to get six. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they'll make it. I think they'll get four more. Those are the only three games I saw as like great possibilities and Louisville's better than they were last year. They're going to have to get an upset over somebody. Well, none of those are like guaranteed losses. What? None of those are guaranteed losses. Uh, Virginia probably is. But after that... Yeah, Florida State's looking better though. They are looking better. That's so, what I was thinking the pit one would be a, one of their best chances. Yeah. Um, is that all you got? That's all I got. That was a good segment. I like those. Um, we'll jump into... We're going to look over the dupes dudes of the week six and how they performed. I have to say that well, I was one for three. So Jonathan Taylor did outstanding 19 carries, 186 yards and four TDs. And he's been in the top four of the Heisman watch. Um, Bo Nix. I said, he wasn't going to look at, he was going to look more better than a freshman. And he looked like a freshman. 
Um, had an all right first half, kind of fell apart in the second half, and they lost. So he didn't turn out for me. Adrian Martinez had a subpar game, kind of, and he got hurt. But uh, I would say Jonathan Taylor hopefully made up for those two not not being dudes. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's my Heisman pick, and I like that game. But unfortunately, it came against Kent State. Um, so I don't think the voters are really going to take that five t- TD performance into account that much. Is there five? Did he catch one? He caught it. Uh, yeah, four rushing, rushing one receiving. Yeah. yeah. Um, but great game for him. Um, looks good. I mean, he's going to get the ball a lot. So hopefully his Heisman chances keep going up. All right. Do we want to go? What what what's the new name of your segment? All right. So we're going to give out six packs to our players of the week. Um, these dudes balled out, and they deserve. Deserve a little something for this this weekend. Um, my mine is Khalil Tate. Khalil Tate went thirty one for forty one, four hundred and four passing yards with three TDs. Um, the Arizona Wildcats only had about eighty three yards rushing, and they needed all those four hundred and four yards to beat Colorado. So I'm I'm awarding Khalil Tate a six pack at Corona. He deserves an all all inclusive beach vacation after carrying his team. Um, so he, he can get those Coronas and go lay out, lay out on the beach. Justin, do you have somebody for this? I had all of Florida's defense. We're going to have to pass that six pack around. Everyone gets a sip. I was very proud of my picks there. They beat off, beat Auburn. They didn't give up any points in the second whole second half. What kind of beer are you giving them? Oh, we got to go with, uh, got to go with something pretty high in alcohol contact. Got to go with like an IPA or something. All right. Everyone gets like one sip. So, <laughs> just vodka beer. You ever heard of that? Give them that. <laughs> just yep. Do that. I like it. Um, I had three for this week because uh, I I enjoyed this segment. Um, I had my first one being Joe Burrow, uh, one eighty five point three QBR in a big win against Utah State. Uh, I mean, you're expected to win, but still. Um, and hit the beer he's getting is uh, a Bud Light. Uh, he's getting a six-pack because he's just that consistent, crisp, go-to QB this season. He's just cruising along, getting, like some, getting some looks in the Heisman race. Next one is Jet Duffy, the Texas Tech quarterback. 26 for 44 with 424 yards and four TDs. No interceptions. They beat a ranked Oklahoma State team. And he's getting like a, a, a natty ice you find in the back of the fridge. Because it's a good, like a nice surprise, and you just, just you know, chug that after a big win against a ranked team. <laughs> and my last one is uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, like I said, big game. I mean, they, it was against Kent State, but still. And uh, since he proved to uh, be a good dude of the week, I'm I'm letting him just shotgun a six pack of Bushlight. So <laughs> I like it. That- that's our week six packs. Uh, we're going to give out six packs every week. Um, come down to the Duke, you might get your own six pack. Um, but yeah, Khalil Tate deserves his Corona. Florida deserves their IPA. And Jason's guys deserve their, let's see, Bud Light, Natty Ice, and Bush Light. I like it. Good. I like that. All right. We're going to hop in to. Uh, a new segment that I did. Um, I'm going to give you guys some teams that have 
maybe not had the best season or what they thought they were going to have, and you guys are going to either bail on the team or stay with them for the rest of the season. All right, my first one, uh, the UCF Knights. They're 4-2 and two with losses to Pittsburgh and the most recent one to Cincinnati. Are you guys bailing on them or staying with them for the rest of the season? Justin, you want to go first? They're my – they're my. They were my power five or my group five uh, team, but with UCF schedule, you can't. You can't have two losses on Baylor. Yeah, um, I'm Baylor too. This conference is is really good, and they still got to go to Temple and they got to go to Tulane. I think they're gonna lose a third one. Honestly, I'm Baylor on the night. Scott Frost magic is finally running out. Um, hopefully, we get a little bit of it here. Uh, but I'm bailing on the Knights. All right, next one, Washington State. Uh, Oof. Wazoo. They're 4-2, and two, but they started 0-2 and in Pac-12 play, and they play a rated ASU team this weekend. You guys bailing or staying with them? I'm sticking with my man, Mike Le- or Coach Leach. Um, I, got, I haven't picked this week, so I'm sticking with them. Uh, again, I'm bailing. I'm um, Mike Leach, I mean, he's a funny guy. He he knows how to run the air raid. Um, but he's never been able to win the Apple Cup. He can't beat Washington. And he already has two losses this year. And he's not going to win the Pac-12. I'm bailing on the, on the Cougs. All right. I would say, just to give my takes, I think I'm bailing on both those teams also. I'm with Scott on those two. The third one, Auburn. They just lost, coming off, lost to Florida. They're 5-1, and one, but they still have to play a fifth-ranked LSU, third-ranked Georgia, and first-ranked Alabama. What do you guys think? I'm bailing. Yeah, I, I got them losing to all three of those. <laughs> Auburn's going to have four losses at the end of the year. I I was big on them to, to begin with. I thought they were going to beat, beat this Florida team easily. Um, I still don't think Florida is the cream of the crop of the, the SEC, which I thought Auburn might be on the border borderline of. So I don't, I don't think Auburn's going to act that good. They they're going to get three more wins and then call it a season. Justin, yeah, I said I was bailing. I'm, I agree with Scott. Um, everyone was talking up, talking up their defense, and they they were nothing special this last weekend. And with that kind of schedule coming up. It's not going to be pretty for Auburn. Yeah. All right. My last one is the Fighting Mac Browns, the Tar Heels. They're 3-3, three and three, sitting second in the ACC Coastal, and have a pretty favorable schedule coming up. Uh, I've bailed on every all the, the other three teams. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the Fighting Mac Browns. Um, they lost three straight, but they got turned around against Georgia Tech this last week. And they, they go to Vatek, who I still don't think is very good, even though they beat Miami. They got Duke at home. That, and then Pitt and NC State are not good. Um, they could run, win out other than the – I don't think they're going to beat Virginia. Okay. But they could win out the rest of those games. And the Coastal's still wide open. Virginia slips up. Somebody else could win that, that division. So, um, I'm, I'm sticking with the fight in Mac Browns. I was kicked off this train long ago. And I don't want back on. I'm out. They got they got two or three more losses left this year. I mean, I don't. I just don't see it with the schedule. I mean, I get Matt Browns are making a bowl game. They are. They're going to get at least three more wins. 
Yeah, but, they might. They're probably going to make a bowl game. Um, that doesn't mean I'm. That doesn't mean every team that makes a bowl game I'm still on. So I'm still hopping off. Uh, you should have seen it coming with App State, though, Justin. I I called that game. You didn't listen to me, but uh, I I, th- I think they're gonna they're gonna win quite a few games at the end of the year. Um. All right. That was. I I liked your guys' answers there. I liked them. Enjoyed them. Did you agree with all of them? Um. Yeah, I think I was – I agreed with all of Scott. Sorry, Justin, but I was bail on the first three, and I'm obviously on the Fighting Mac Brown train. Next, just a look at this weekend. We, us three, and about six other people um, are getting, making a trip down to Kansas City to watch good old Dash Cameron and the Pitt State Gorillas play Northwest Missouri State. Uh, you guys excited for this? Oh, hell yeah. Fuck Northwest, by the way. Um, I'm really excited. We got the cornhole set all loaded up. Uh, I'm going to go pick up some beer tomorrow afternoon. Um, got the Airbnb purchased. Man, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm excited. I, have not, I still am yet to be able to see see uh, them play like in person. I've watched them on TV. But I've never been to a game. And I think it being at Arrowhead Stadium is going to be pretty freaking cool. So I'm excited. Yeah, both. I, I mean, I, honestly, I'm a little biased here. Dash plays for the Grills, um, and I know Northwest has has the history and is good. But I don't, I don't know if there's a lot of D2 schools that have as good a fan bases as these two do. Um, so I think even in a big NFL stadium, there's going to be a pretty good crowd there, and it's going to be a good atmosphere. Um, it's obviously not going to be full, um, but I think there's going to be a good tailgating scene before the game, and it's going to be a really, really good, really loud atmosphere at the game. And both of these teams are undefeated. So Yeah, undefeated. Pitt State is the winningest team in D2 um, ever. Um, it's a whole – they have a whole bunch of wins. Uh, both historical programs. Looking forward to it. Um, I, well, I'm heading down Friday night. Everybody else is um, – Getting up early and making the trek Saturday. Yep, yeah, they're co- making a convoy down yeah. here Saturday morning to get to the gate. Um, and then after that, we uh, are going to watch the Husker game. Uh, but we'll get into we're, – we're going to review last week against Northwestern first. What are you guys' thoughts on that game? A win's a win, man. I'm not, I'm not going to complain about not covering the spread. I'm not going to complain about not scoring as, as many points as we should have. Um, and North, first of all, Northwestern always plays as close. Always. Yep. It doesn't matter who who's supposed to be the best team. That game's always close. Um, I mean, if you look at it like this, last year we, we would have lost that game. Um, and last year at this time we were 0-6. And Is that now, the, yeah. Is that the first, like, close, close game that Frost has won? Uh, well, Michigan State last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the field goal game. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, I was it, was. it sucks that Martinez got hurt. There's some stuff going on with Maurice Washington. I'm not sure about him. Um, and I mean, but some 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 walk-ons, Vedral and McCollum, former walk-on Vedral, came in, led us down the field. Walk-on McCollum hit that game-winning field goal. Um, it's a good win for the Huskers, and I think it's going to motivate us going forward. Um, I will will it transfer into a win this week. I don't know, but I'm not going to complain about a win. Yeah, yeah. I kind of had the same thing right down. I think we all talked about it before the season start. We knew this was going to be a close game, just like it always is with Northwestern. Um, 
It, it, it wasn't pretty, but a win's a win. Wandale Robinson looked pretty good. Had a few good runs there. Um, so I, I haven't heard if, uh, if we're going to get Martinez back or not. I've heard he's been practicing this week in full pads these last two days or so. So I guess we'll see there. Yeah, I didn't get to go to the game. Scott and Liv went to the game, but watched on T. Well, I should say watched half of it on TV. Uh, the TV we were watching on buffered about every 10 seconds, um, calling out the Charling Twins on that one. But um, I don't know. It just looked like neither team could get in a rhythm pretty much. Um, there was some questionable officiating and just by watching towards the end of the game. I don't know. But I'm not going to use that as an excuse. Like Scott said, a win's a win. Uh, I'll take it. Hopefully, I wish more people could stay healthy. Mm, but I guess uh, we're getting Khalil Davis back this mm. week. So hopefully the D-line's coming back uh, better. But we'll see. I guess we'll find out against Minnesota. Shit, that, that game was is Big Ten football to a T. And if we can win the, more of those games, we're going to be a really good team. Um, and you're going to play close games during the season. This is good practice for the rest of it. So, yeah, we're going into the next week with a win. That's the best way to do it. So, um, Justin, you got anything? No, one thing you said, um, Dave has come back this week. Ben Steele didn't look bad though, taking over for his spot for him. That's yeah. pretty big shoes to fill. I think he did a pretty good job there. Yeah, I mean, well, Ben Steele is our returning sack leader from last year. So, yeah, he's got some – he's a big dude. He's a big guy. Huge. Yeah, he's your classic Nebraska kid on that D-line. Um, but, yeah, the defense looked good overall. I mean, I know Northwestern's offense isn't any good, but um, the defense held together and didn't give up very many points. So, really happy for them. Um, but it seems like we keep saying this every week. What's up with the offense? Like, this was supposed to be the strength of this team – and it hasn't been so far this year. So Yeah, I, I thought we'd break out of it. I thought that, that was the game. And it doesn't look like this week's going to be uh, the right conditions to break out of it either with possible snow, cold conditions up there in Minnesota. Um, let's just use that as a segment to move into the, this week's preview against Minnesota. Scott, what were you hearing what P.J. Fleck was saying about working in the snow or work getting ready for the snow or something uh, i hadn't seen that I, I didn't watch the video apparently he was saying they were doing having tactics to get ready and nebraska wasn't but yeah troy walter said they weren't doing any snow or any cold prep um which i mean i'm not a offensive coach i don't know what kind of prep you need to do um but yeah i mean to go back out to the northwestern game um that might have been good practice for this week because this week's probably going to be a rock fest too if there's going to be freezing rain and high winds during the game. So offense is going to be at a, you're going to be lucky to get some offense, but. Um, but yeah, going up to Minnesota this week, what, uh, what are your guys' keys to the game? What, do, what needs to happen? If Adrian can't play, what, what does Vedral need to do to get us the W? You can go first, Scott. Uh, he needs to be decisive. I know. I'll, I don't know what's going on with Adrian in his his decision making, but it seems like he's thinking too damn much. And um, 
I know they – it seemed like last year he'd have read one, read two, and then run, which, I mean, it worked. But if you want to be a good quarterback, you got to be able to go through read three and read, read four, which I think he's trying to do now, but it's taken away that, that other aspect of his game. Because now when he tries to tuck the ball down and run, he's got no time. Um, so I think he needs to be more decisive. And if Bedrick is playing this week, he needs to do the same thing. Um, make a decision and go with it. If you make the mistake, shit, you made the mistake, all right? Um, get over it and you go to the next play. Um, on the offense, oh, we got to keep drives together. I mean, it seems like all season we've been either big play or nothing. And yeah. we got to be able to build some drives and, and keep the defense off the field. Um, and for the defensive keys, stop the run. Minnesota is not a good throwing team. Um, they got a really good uh, running back in Rodney Smith. He ran for over 200 last last week. Um, they're able to bottle him up and stop the run. I don't think they're going to be able to beat us through the air. So yeah, my keys that I had were first and second down efficiency. It seems like on first and second down, we'll do a run up the middle for a yard and a half incomplete pass, and then we're stuck with third and eight. And uh, I just feel like we're not getting ourselves in a good position for third down. So that's my key is better first and second down efficiency. And then, yeah, also, I didn't really – our DBs weren't playing horrible. They had a good bounce back from Ohio State. So so just keep improving on that. Yeah, I can hear Buck there in the background. I think he's what he's trying to say is uh, we need, uh, we're going to have to – I sound like a broken record here. We're going to have to stop turning the ball over um, like usual. We're going to have to – we're going to have to get our rushing offense going because I think that's what – Minnesota really hasn't played anybody that that great. So I think if we can run the ball against them when it's going to be snowing, um, I think that we can put some drives together. Um yeah, we were we actually were plus one in the turnover category last week, so that's a good, good change. And against a Northwestern team who doesn't turn the ball over, that's one of uh, Pat Fitzgerald's thing is don't beat yourself. And we got them to beat themselves last week with that exception um, late. Uh, but yeah, Justin, I like what you said about getting the run going because we have not been able to do that these last few weeks. We have no running lanes, it seems. Um, and, I mean, Dedrick Mills is probably our guy because depending on what's going on with Maurice Washington – um, but he needs to hold on to the football, needs to give him the ball a lot. Our Martinez or Vedral, whoever's playing quarterback, has got to be able to run the ball. And we got to be able to, yeah, like like Justin said, control the clock, keep the ball on the ground. I like, I like the theory there. We'll see how it actually turns out. We'll be watching probably from either the Airbnb or some sports bar down in Minnesota or down in Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yeah. Um, 6.30 start time. Like I said, weather – is going to be probably an issue. So I'm excited. Well, I guess we'll see. According, um, according to FPI, Nebraska is only favored in two of the remaining games, Indiana and Purdue. So um, hopefully we can upset, get some upsets here. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into picks now? Yeah. All right. Justin, did you get the spreads this week? You I did. sure did. Sweet. Okay. First up, Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma. Versus Texas um, at the Cotton Bowl. Oklahoma's a 10.5-point favorite. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not going to take the spread here on this one. I I, I think that it's going to be a decently close game. 
Um, I don't think Texas is in the same realm as Oklahoma, though. I think the rivalry is just going to make it a little bit closer than it probably should be. Um, I got Oklahoma in this one. Um, I also have Oklahoma. Uh, hopefully, Jalen Hurts has a big game and ups his Heisman numbers. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Oklahoma's going to win. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to have any problems under the pressure. Um, I think they'll cover that spread. I think it'll. I don't think it'll be a close game. All right. Uh, Memphis at Temple. Memphis. Memphis is a five and a half point favorite. Yeah, I actually got the Owls winning this game. Temple's a good team, and they got to go. Memphis has to go on the road um, to play them. Memphis is my group of five pick, uh, so it's a little tough. But I don't think they're winning the group of five anyways. Um, so I got the Owls in this one. I think it's going to be another good game in the AAC. That's a very competitive conference, um, and so I think it's going to be an exciting game to watch, and just an exciting to watch that conference over the rest of the season and see who actually ends up in the, the top of their divisions. That will be fun to see who gets in that championship. Yeah. Uh, I got Memphis, even though I think I saw some game facts that the home team has won for like the past four or five years. In this series? I think so, huh. unless I – I read that a couple of days ago, so I, I, I could be forgetful. Sounds but, true. So, but I got Memphis breaking that streak this year. They're due for a away win in this series. So, go Tigers. Yeah, I like Memphis here, too. I, I've, I've liked them all year. They've been a good team this year. So, I like Memphis here. All right, next. Maryland at Purdue. Maryland's three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, this one was a tough one for me. Um, neither of these teams are any good, I don't think. I think Maryland got helped by a couple of really bad teams at the beginning of the year, and Howard and Syracuse looks bad. Um, but Purdue hasn't been able to run the football at all. Um, 50.8 rush yards a game. That's awful. And <laughs> if you can just drop everyone into coverage and not worry about the run game at all, um, you're going to have a really easy day. So I'm going Maryland. Um, uh, like Scott said, they have no run game. Their starting quarterback is hurt, and their five-star recruit, Rondell Moore, is also hurt. So I don't even think this will be close. I think Purdue will score less than 20. It's a good pick. I got Purdue here. <laughs> I don't know why. I made my picks in about five minutes before this podcast starts. That's easy <laughs> I like it, Justin. The only reason they're at home, I guess, that's the only reason I can give you. But you guys aren't making me feel too confident about my pick. Oh, magic. Purdue's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Michigan State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin, a 10.5 point favorite. Yeah, give me – if the spread was 20, I'd take the spread. Wisconsin's good. Jonathan Taylor's going to have three touchdowns, Wisconsin. I got Wisconsin. Probably might be a slow game start first quarter, but – uh, that run game will just wear Michigan State's defense down. So, Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's going to be running up and down the field. I take that spread easily. Go yeah, but Wisconsin, too. I don't know what he wants. Where's, what do you want? where's game day at? LSU. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Florida at LSU. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Justin. All right. Alabama at Texas A&M. Alabama's 17-point spread. Alabama. Or – I got Alabama. Or is game day at Red River? Uh, I think it's in I think it's at LSU. Yeah, I just didn't know if they'd go to like the Florida team twice. But I guess it's not a game, Bill, so. Um, no, it's at LSU. All right, Justin, you got Alabama? Alabama. 
Washington State at Arizona State. Arizona State is a one-point favorite here. Yeah, I, I jumped off the Mike Leach bandwagon. I got Arizona State. Uh, their Arizona State's a good team. They might end up with the Pac-12 crown, which I don't think anyone would guess at the beginning of the year. Um, but Arizona State. Uh, I also have Arizona State. I think my segment was a precursor of who everybody's going to pick here. Pretty much, yeah. Therefore, I have Washington State. <laughs> you still keep it on the Mike Leach bandwagon? Yep, yep. Um, Iowa State at West Virginia. Iowa State's my Big Ten oh. pick. Start getting some Big Ten wins. Oh, sorry, what was the spread, Justin? Ten and a half. All right, ten and a half. Yeah, I got Iowa State Your here. Big, big 12 pick? Yeah, I'm a Big 12 pick. Uh, I got Iowa State also. Yep, I got Iowa State too. West Virginia did not look good at the beginning of the season. I think they've gotten a little better, but yeah. still not good enough. Yeah. USC at Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame is an 11-point favorite. Yeah, I got Notre Dame here. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, so I'd take USC in the under uh, on the spread. But I think Notre Dame's going to win this game. Also, every single week for Notre Dame now is a play-in for the, the playoff. They lose, they're out. Yeah, I got uh, the jeweled shillelagh being painted in shamrock stickers after this game. So Notre Dame gets that win. They haven't they haven't looked phenomenal, but they haven't looked bad really in any of their games. So Irish. Yeah, I got the Fighting uh, Irish here too. Um, Penn State at Iowa. Uh, Penn State's a three point favorite. I think it's Penn State's whiteout game this weekend. Oh, well, it's at Iowa, so that'd be kind of tough. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it's at oh, Iowa. Okay. Maybe um, next week, Penn State's then? Probably coming up, so yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I got Penn State in this one. They got a better offense than I think Michigan does. And uh, I think they're going to run up and down the field there in, in, I, in Iowa. Um, see if Nate Stanley can bounce back from a three-interception day and put up some points. Um, but I got Penn State. Yeah, I also got Penn State. Penn State's looks good. They're the sneaky team of the Big Ten. They, uh, I think they go in there and they get the win. And because I don't also don't like Iowa, but they they are looking pretty good. They're gonna they're only gonna be a probably two lost team. Very quietly good. No one's talking about the Nittany Lions yeah. in that division at all. I might have to do a Nittany Lion give them some love segment yeah. next week. Yeah, I think that's probably what they what they like though. They don't need any any pressure before that Ohio State game. So um, I think I got the Nittany Lions in this one. Um, I was a week I was a week early on the whiteout. Whiteout is next week. Sorry about that. Um, they- but against it's against Michigan. Um, yeah. But I have I have. Penn State this game too. They're my pick in the Big Ten, so Penn State. Justin gave him some love before anyone else did. Um, next, uh, Florida at LSU. LSU's thirteen and a half point favorite. Game day. Yeah, um, I got LSU. Joe, I think Joe Burrow is going to do what Bo Nix couldn't last week. Good pick. And torch this defense. Um, Florida's just not going to have the offense to keep up. I got LSU. Joe Burrow's going to walk up there with a six-pack of Bud Light, pop one open, and have a great game. Come out with the dub. Enough said. Um, yeah, I got LSU, too. It's a, it's a night game at, uh, at, at Death Valley. Um, so, I got, I got LSU. 
Uh, we've missed a couple in a row here. We're going to try to get Buck to pick that game. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he picks LSU. So, he didn't pick them last time we had him up there. But All right. Next up, Hawaii at Boise State. Boise State, 13.5 point favorite. Yeah, I got Boise State in this one, but I don't think it's going to – I don't think they're going to cover the spread. Um, Hawaii is a good team. This might be the, the Mountain West – um, championship game preview. That's what I was thinking too. So is this going to be a pretty good game? I think I got Boise State, but uh, I also have Boise State as my Power Five pick, and I think this might be a preview, like Scott said, of the championship game there. Um, I got Boise State too. I think they're going on to feed the rest of the year. So, Boise yeah. And what the Mountain West does is the the best record team in the conference gets to host the championship game. So Hawaii will probably have to go back to Boise State if they do win their other division. Uh, next up, Wyoming at San Diego State. San Diego State is a three-and-a-half point favorite. This uh, this game has some variability in picks. So yeah. Um, I got the Cowboys. Um, uh, they got to go to San Diego State. San Diego State's got a big – or a good defense – Giving up the least amount of points in the Mountain West um, so far this year, but I'm with the Cowboys. I think they're going to go into San Diego and get a win. I got the Aztecs in this one. Uh, Buck disagrees with Jason's pick. Buck is being a little not good dog right now. But I got, like I said last week, I said what I say. Eastern Michigan have better overall body work <laughs> over uh, and that backfired. Yeah. I'm going to go same thing this week. San Diego State has a better <laughs> overall, whatever, and they beat Wyoming. Overall body work, that gets them the win. Okay, so this is my my thought process, right? Justin, sorry, just hang with me a little bit. Um, San Diego State beats UCLA 23-14, to 14, all right? Wyoming beats Mizzou 37-31. to 31. Who do we think would win between Mizzou and UCLA? Mizzou. Mizzou. Well, I'm picking Wyoming. Go Cowboys. I picked Wyoming here strictly because if it was to be on TV, I would be cheering for Wyoming. That's why I picked them. Why Why would you be cheering for Wyoming? Because they're Wyoming, and I don't like San Diego State. Also, a little off topic. I guess it's kind of on topic. Wyoming has a very underrated color scheme. I like the brown and yellow. I'm a big fan of it. The turd brown and... Mustard yellow. I like it, yeah. I am not on board with the turd brown and mustard yellow. Got paid to come up with those colors, just got away. Brown with that. brown is a very underrated color. I could, like brown. Could those colors better any other colors better represent Wyoming than turd no. brown and mustard oh. yellow? <laughs> yeah. All right. That game we can talk about that game for hours. <laughs> Next up, Washington at Arizona. Washington's a five and a half point favorite. Khalil Tate might be a little tipsy after his six-pack of Corona, but it's not going to stop him from going out and beating Washington in the upset. Um, Arizona's a good team. They're finally hitting their stride. I talked about them a little bit at the beginning of the year. I think Arizona's going to win this game. I am surprised Washington's best big of a favorite going to Arizona, but I have Washington winning this game. I think that they've had a couple uh, poor performance games, but they bounced back once, and I think they do it again. Go Huskies. Yeah, I agree with Jason here. I don't think I picked against Washington once this year. I'm not going to start now. Washington. Washington sucks. 
All right. Obscure game of the week. Pittsburgh uh, versus Northwest Missouri State at Arrowhead. Pittsburgh State, 99-point favorite. <laughs> uh, give me the spread. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm taking the grills here, obviously. Uh, Northwest is not going to stand a chance. Dash is probably going to go off for six catches, 200 yards, three TDs. Um, you figure out the average. Yeah, give me six catches, 700 yards. <laughs> figure out that average. I'll take Look. the over. Pitt State. <laughs> I like it. Go Gorillas. Uh, yeah, noon kickoff here. Scott will be sloshed before 11.50 and cheering on the Gorillas. I got Pitt State. I don't got to drive, so I might be drinking on the way. Um, <laughs> you, ever had, you ever had a Corona at 6 in the morning? <laughs> You're about to. <laughs> All right, last game, last pick, Nebraska at Minnesota. We're coming in as a 7.5-point dog. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to cover the spread again. Or, or Minnesota's not going to cover the spread. Um, Nebraska's going to win this game um, in a close one. I got 17-13. I'm taking the, the conditions into account. I think it's going to be a little bit like last week. <laughs> whoever whoever gets the ball last and can get across midfield is going to win the game. Um, but I got I got the Huskers winning this game. They they beat they beat Minnesota normally. Um, they beat them last year big. Um, I got, I got Nebraska. I'm going with my same thought process against uh, Ohio State. I'm going to pick Minnesota 28-27, but if Nebraska wins, who cares? I get a pick wrong, and if Minnesota wins, I'm going to feel bad, but I got the pick right. So, I got Minnesota. I mean, if they've been practicing the cold weather, who knows? They yeah. could have 17 secret plays ready for snow. I just watched Justin type in his score, so just now the listener – uh, this is spur of the moment from Justin. <laughs> Why do you have to wrap me out like that? <laughs> I have the Skurs here, 24-21. Go Skurs. I see you're taking the same spread that I had. Oh, wait, mine was, mine was by four. Never mind, I apologize. All right, why don't you just jump in a hole? I apologize. Uh, anyways, that was our podcast for the week. Uh, <laughs> Taylor, thanks for listening. Claire, if you're out there again, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Who else are our listeners that we can give a shout out? To? Other yeah. listener, thank you. If we missed you, please let us know you listened. <laughs> um, please don't stop listening because we forgot to mention you. Yeah. Somebody send in some guest picks. Just go to the website and click the link and send it. I've even told people to guest pick. They're like, oh, okay, I will. I literally made a whole page and Claire (laughs) edited it for nobody to do it. So somebody send it in. Uh, All right. Go Big Red. Yeah, go Skurs. Go Gorillas. Go Skurs. Later. Fuck Northwest. Fuck Northwest. Fuck Northwest.